Behind the projection pushing America into fragmentation is deliberate and financially backed by billionaires and managed by our own intelligence agencies. Meet Serge Varley, a recruiter at BlackRock. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. You can take this big ton of money and then you can start to buy people. Let me tell you, it's not the This wasn't like a bumbling, fumbling FBI that like couldn't get FISA straight. They ran an op. So who put Mifsud in play? You don't know, do you? I do not know that. I can't give the for years. You had years to find out the answer to what Mr. Jordan said was the seminal question, and you don't have it. The media fuels the projection. If you are watching Fox News, I've said this before. If you're watching Fox News or following some uh, right-wing you know, radio host uh, or getting Facebook feeds within that bubble, your reality is different than if you read the New York Times or watch uh, your program. Not just um, during election time, but just this constant demonization of the other side, making people fearful of each other. You're not helping me. You are scaring my kids. You're making them feel like they don't deserve to be here and that they don't deserve to live. This is on your hands. Democrats practically legislate that projection. Racism is a national security threat. Racism is a national security threat. Racism is a national security threat. Institutional racism does exist, and until we accept that, we will not finish our job. We will not elect a chief bigot of the United States of America. Our system is such uh, that it then allows Americans, people, to act in instances in a racist manner. I remember after 9-11 when we all worked together to ensure the protection of the American people through the Patriot Act and dealing with the FISA courts. We worked together. Because truth is important. But Sheila Jackson would like to go a lot further than that. Lee has just introduced a bill called the Leading Against White Supremacy Act of 2023. Now, it's not an exaggeration to say this single bill would do more to criminalize speech, previously constitutionally guaranteed speech, than any other piece of legislation that has been proposed in the entire history of this country. That's not an overstatement at all, and to prove it, we're going to read directly from the bill. Here it is, quote, A conspiracy to engage in white supremacy-inspired hate crime shall be determined to exist between two or more persons, at least one of whom published material advancing white supremacy, white supremacist ideology, antagonism based on, quote, replacement theory, or hate speech that vilifies or is otherwise directed against any non-white person or group, end quote. Now, nowhere in the legislation is the term white supremacy or white supremacist ideology ever defined. Of course it's never defined. It's left open. It's subjective. Anything can be white supremacy. But he has been able to reach the, the minority of voters in California who embrace his, his white supremacist worldview. It, it actually goes beyond white people. 
If you have the wrong ideology, then you're automatically a white supremacist. While a spoiled American generation of digital zombies consume that projection, leading to a host of actions resulting in the downfall of the only civilization they have ever known. What causes a man to shoot a six-year-old girl and her father in the back over a basketball rolling into his yard? Kid, he walked to his yard and he said he was going to kill the kid. Six-year-old Kinsley White, her mother and father, were shot on Tuesday after children from the neighborhood walked into this man's yard to retrieve a basketball. Is it merely psychosis brought on by generational systematic oppression, as we would all be led to believe by the O'Biden administration? And finally... We're confronting the stains of what well, remains. Sort of horrifying stuff, folks, but find and share that video at band.video. The great American PSYOP, the latest Bound Report. We'll be right back with the Daily Dispatch. It's Monday, June 26th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith, Infowars.com, band.video, coming to you live on this Monday, 26th of June. Everybody's doing well. Hope everybody had a good weekend. We don't have as many videos today as we normally do. Frankly, we can't play most of the videos from this weekend. Alex Van Hernandez is on the ground in New York City documenting pride parades. Problem is, I can't show those. I can't show those videos because it turns out just be out in public in the American cities this weekend was be involved in some sort of open air orgy, some sort of Sodom and Gomorrah reenactment. So we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit, but frankly, we don't have the time or energy to go through and blur all the, all the necessary spots. Just horrifying. Uh, we're, of course, going to go over the supposed coup in Russia, still even 96 hours after the Wagner Group turned on Russia not a lot of real concrete answers as to what exactly went on. I'll tell you what we know so far. We'll be taking your calls throughout the show on all of these topics and whatever else you want to call in about. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting it's getting crazy out there, folks. Again, lots of lots of speculation about the Wagner Group, and uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into all of it. Let's just. Uh, do that, shall we? Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 26th of June, 2023. Quote, we're coming for your children. NYC drag marchers chant ominous message at Pride event. LGBT activists at the annual Pride uh, drag march on Friday in New York City, shouted a troubling message regarding children across the nation. Pride Month comes to a close. Participants marched through Tompkins Square Parks in the East Village while chanting, the New York Post reported Saturday. Video footage shows flamboyantly dressed crowd moving through the area, and a woman among the group appeared to be topless, and they're chanting, we're here, we're queer, 
we're coming for your children, some of those in the crowd shouted, which is, I guess, a bit of a uh, evolution of that particular chant, right? Didn't it used to be we're here, we're queer, get used to it? Wasn't that the idea? So I think this is the official moving from tolerance to abject predation. We've moved on. It's it's an appropriate change of sentiment. We're here. We're queer. You got used to us. Now get used to your children being victimized by us. That, I guess, is is what you get for being so tolerant. We asked you, <laughs> just the gay people going, we asked you to be tolerant of us. You listened. You did. You You welcomed us. You know, finally, as equal members of the society, and now that you've shown us that grace and understanding, we're going to repay you by uh, targeting your children and demanding your every institution bow to our will and deliver your children to us. So I guess that's what you get for listening to us. That's what you get for being so tolerant, understanding, forgiving, and loving, you fools. Didn't you know? Didn't you know I was a snake this whole time? Meanwhile, disgusted New Zealand surgeons now required to consider ethnicity of patients. Surgeons in Auckland, New Zealand are disgusted over a new policy rolled out in February, which requires them to address, quote, historical disparities in healthcare access from Maori and Pacific Island communities, which will be factored into a new ranking system that determines priority for surgical procedures. Of course, we saw this we broke the story actually here in america where covid treatments were being rationed out on the basis of race well that's that's just the new that's the new world order of course you could also make the argument that <laughs> you could make lot, you could make lots of arguments <laughs> i'm just kind of confused at this uh, maori and pacific island communities uh, have a historical disparity to healthcare access, as in they didn't have any until white people showed up. As in their their healthcare practice was like like eating a particular lizard if you got sick. Like I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't, the, his, are we to be blamed for the historical inability for certain groups to have created or maintained a healthcare system at all? Sort of bizarre. Sort of odd. According to leaked documents obtained by New Zealand Herald, the new initiative implemented by Tiwatu Ora, uh, New uh, Health New Zealand, uses an equity adjuster score algorithm to assign priority based on clinical urgency, wait list duration, geographic location, ethnicity, and level of de- uh, deprivation. Pa- uh, patients of Maori and Pacifica, Pacifica backgrounds? Is that a new new word for Pacific Islanders, Pacifica? Uh, backgrounds receive higher rankings, while European New Zealanders and other ethnicities are downranked. Several surgeons spoke with the Herald, one of whom said he was disgusted by the new system. Well, you're not allowed to say that. Well, that's illegal. Again, we'll get into it. I mean, does any, is anybody getting what a genocidal program that truly is? We're going to withhold medical care from you because of your ethnicity. 
what starts in New Zealand and Australia, that really is like a testing ground for the New World Order. We'll see, we'll see how that goes once it's implemented over here, except it kind of already has been implemented over here. And I've talked quite a bit about the Hippocratic Oath and how there's a new Hippocratic Oath. I saw this when a family member was graduating their, their uh, white coat ceremony to become a doctor. And like half of the presentation was about inequity in healthcare, how it was now doctors' jobs to bring about equity in the society. Just sort of horrifying. You wonder, you wonder when people will wake up to what's going on. Or if we're so demoralized and psyoped, that's going to be like parents being like, well, you need a heart transplant, but you're white. So, you know, you just have to die now. Just like telling their daughter, you have to die now. You have to die because Maori people can't get it together, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> you try not to fall for the division, but when they're literally killing you because of your ethnicity, it's hard not to want to insult them. Meanwhile, uh, additional Hunter Biden wire transfers will, will be revealed this week, Comer says. House Oversight Chair James Comer told Newsmax that his committee will release evidence of additional wire transfers to Hunter Biden from additional countries, including Ukraine and Russia. Newsmax host Eric Bulling asked Comer about Friday's press conference held by uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, in which he claimed the investigation into Hunter Biden was conducted thoroughly and fairly. He also stated the criticism of the DOJ amounts to an attack on democracy. Just, I don't know. At a certain point, it's like if this work if if this works on you people, you deserve it, right? If some guy can just completely abolish the rule of law or abolish the scientific process and just declare I am science or I am democracy, and if you question me, you're questioning these sacred ideas of science and democracy. Like if you fall for that, if you're really that easily manipulatable you kind of deserve it like maybe you shouldn't be free <laughs> it's clearly i don't know you're 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 dumb you're like a child i don't know children don't deserve freedom that would be a kind of be a very bad thing to do to a child just leave them on a street corner there you go you have responsibility now see ya good luck right you never do that to a child why would you do that people who fall for ridiculous nonsense like children <laughs> weird monday folks we'll be back erica is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country we didn't have full control 30 40 years ago but they're really attempting full control now and that's where we are and InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us. By simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. 
InfoWarsStore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee, another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell it for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep. And it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Continuing on here. I wanted to include this one in the Daily Dispatch just because... This might be shocking to some people. The Washington Post just published this story yesterday, Sunday edition. It says, COVID isn't over, but even the most cautious Americans are moving on. Can you imagine? Imagine thinking that COVID still isn't over. If you really want a full spectrum view of of where we are as a as a race right now human beings there are still people out there who are afraid to leave their homes without masks still people out there that are getting the booster shots the austin city government just like last week started to return to in-person business can you imagine spending the last three years on Zoom calls? Just completely insane. Emboldened by the government's recent lifting of public health emergency, Americans who have tried to be rule-following pandemic citizens for the last three summers are at last abandoning precautions as the coronavirus fades into a background threat. Can you imagine... Being such a rule-following little weasel. (laughs) You're sitting there waiting for permission to leave your home. Permission that they've withheld from you for three years. My God. I legitimately cannot imagine it. As somebody who never locked down even a little bit. Who never once stayed inside my house. If I felt like leaving. I mean, it's just... It's just shocking. Like, it's, it's shocking that we don't have more people on our side. That when the choice is between, like, listen to the people who have been wrong about everything and stay inside for the next three years or just ignore them and do whatever the hell you want. People choose the former. They choose the listen and obey to the psychopaths who have been wrong about everything and are forcing you to stay inside. 
just pathetic, just utterly and completely pathetic. Finally, we have this story. U.S. intelligence knew of Wagner plot days in advance and briefed Congress. U.S. intelligence officers were well aware that Prigozhin, the head of Wagner, intended to lead an armed uprising against senior Russian military leaders days before Saturday's events. Congressional leaders were even told after U.S. intelligence apparently saw the mercenary company assembling troops and stockpiling weapons in preparation for potentially attacking the military ministry. Describing the congressional briefings, the New York Times reported late Saturday that, quote, U.S. spy agencies had indications days earlier that Mr. Prigozhin was planning something and and worked to refine that material into a finished assessment, officials said. The information shows that the United States was aware of impending events in Russia, similar to how intelligence agencies had had warned in late 2021 that Vladimir Putin was planning to invade Ukraine. The U.S. government uh, chose to remain mute in front of the major Wagner events in contrast to the earlier invasion threats of February 2022, perhaps in the hopes that this would destabilize the Russian state and have a detrimental influence on military activities in Ukraine. U.S. officials, uh, so the Times explains the rationale of its intel sources as follows. The U.S. officials felt that if they said anything, Mr. Putin could accuse them of orchestrating a coup. Yeah, and, and you know, because they didn't say anything, we all assume that you're totally innocent on, on all this. I, what I don't understand, a few things about this. I don't understand what the Wagner group thought that they were going to do. They're going to march on Moscow and just take it over. Like you've got a country with – I mean it seemed to me about as real of a threat as January 6th was. When you understand the huge sprawling bureaucracy of government and think that you're just going to like march in with soldiers and take it over. Like it never made much sense to me in the first place. It seemed to it, – it smacked to me of the fake coup that Erdogan pulled off in 2017 in Turkey where you basically pretend to have a coup and all the people that are subversive agents inside your government come out and start participating in what they think is a coup only to get rounded up and sent away. Like It seemed to me a lot more like something like that. But also if you have this Wagner group that's doing a huge portion of the fighting in Ukraine, like I didn't hear one example of like the Ukrainian military jumping on this and retaking land that the Wagner group is, was withdrawing from. I mean how you turn your entire army around from a, you know, frontline actions in Ukraine, start march- marching on Moscow, and the Ukrainians don't jump on that, take advantage of that, move into the spot that you're vacating in order to march on Russia, but that didn't happen. So I I still can't really get a grip on what happened in Russia over the weekend. People are like staying up all night watching like helicopters get taken down, and then the next day it's like, yeah, it turns out like nobody fired a shot, or maybe they did fire a shot, maybe they... Took down some some aircraft. Apparently, like a hundred people were killed from this military coup. But then the leader of it, Prigozhin, 
got sent to Belarus. Uh, and the whole thing just makes no sense. It's just a very baffling and kind of bizarre occurrence. If Prigozhin would have actually done what it seemed like he was intending to do, I guess he would have been the first successful march on Moscow since Napoleon tried it or since Genghis Khan tried it. I mean, no one's ever succeeded in that. I guess you can add Prigozhin to the list. You just, you can't march on Moscow. It's just physically impossible, apparently. The whole thing is very, very bizarre. Uh, While the Kremlin has so far refrained from blaming NATO or the U.S. for the unrest, it is implied and warned that the West try to make, uh, may try to take advantage of the crisis. Again, why wouldn't they? Uh, another big theory going on is that this has to do with that $6.3 billion windfall that the Pentagon realized. They moved some, they moved some uh, decimal points around and discovered that there was an extra $6.3 billion unaccounted for and then the very just within the next few days the wagner group tries to carry out a coup in russia and so people are people are saying that maybe prigozhin and putin were working together on this prigozhin was going hey the cia is offering me billions of dollars to march on moscow how about i pretend to march on moscow take the billions of dollars once the check clears i turn around and we just go back to business as usual a couple billion dollars richer Maybe it was something like that. I mean, obviously, the intelligence agencies here knew what was going on. Is that because they were intimately involved in it? I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest. Take your calls on what you thought down in Russia this weekend. We'll get into more of that and show you some pretty incredible videos on the other side. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I want to remind you, it's not just The American Journal. That's brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com, The Alex Jones Show, The War Room, Band.Video, all the incredible content creators we have there, all of InfoWars.com with the daily deluge of articles. All of it's brought to you entirely by InfoWarsStore.com. Go there today to get incredible discounts on things like Brain Force Plus, Brain Force Ultra, Turbo Force, just all sorts of wonderful products at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there today, support us, and support yourself. InfoWarsStore.com.
Now, I got a couple videos I want to go to. I just want to open up the phone lines nice and early today. We'll take your phone calls throughout the show today. The number to call is one 789 2539 That's one 789 2539 Give us a call here at American Journal about any and all topics that we cover that we're covering today. Again, we have a lot of videos that just literally can't show you because it turns out the pride in most major American cities has devolved into just literal open air orgies where the most disgusting specimens of humankind are frolicking and just scenes straight out of some medieval tapestry uh, depicting hell itself. It's horrifying. It's gross. It's just absolutely gross. I mean, I don't... I, I, don't, I honestly don't even know what, like, what to say at this point. You just have it's like public fountains filled with just naked, obese people rolling around while like children are running around them. You just have, again, open air orgies, people of all ages coming together to frolic naked. Frolic's not the right word. Frolic has a certain innocent sound to it, doesn't it? Gyrate, maybe that would be a better term. We know that they are all coming together. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And I don't know, I mean, people see that, and it's just like, is this a good thing? Is this is this progress? Is this what we've been, is what we've been missing this whole time? People see that and just like, wow, it's so wonderful to see this happening. It's like, is it though? Is this good? Is this nice? Just the most unhealthy, miserable, weak-looking people you've ever seen. Josh Lekic was like, why are they all so fat, though? No, but why are they all so fat? It's like, well, it's because of how proud they are. It's because of how just they're so proud. They're just filling up with pride. They're obese and bloated from all of the pride that they've consumed. I guess that's sort of the point, right? It's like they actually... You don't have anything in your life to actually be proud of what you're going to then be proud of. Uh, yeah, so this, I guess we can play this video. This is clip five, right? Seattle Clown Show. This is a street preacher went to the Pride Parade to try to offer some, some redemptive words for these people. And, uh, all the pride celebrators gather around him and start barking at him like dogs. Because we really are just like in the end of days. Like, I don't know how <laughs> I would love to see, you know, you think you hear these descriptions in like the books of the book of revelations or like, like Isaiah, like some of these old, old Testament prophets. And they're just describing, they're doing the best they can to describe what they're seeing. And it just sounds like, like hell itself, like Sodom and Gomorrah, like all this sort of stuff. And it's like maybe they were just getting a glimpse of, you know, Pride 2023 and just trying the best they can to describe it. 
there's like humans acting like dogs and just just beasts in human form like you if you showed images of what's happening this year to people that existed a thousand years ago i mean there's no meaningful difference between their vision of literal hell and what we see on the streets of america these days again like what this has to do with like just let people love who they want to love stop attacking trans people and it's just like we're not the ones imposing something new and bizarre on you. We literally just want to exist in the same sort of cultural milieu that has existed and, and held humanity for the last 10,000 years. You come along wanting to tear all of that down and then call us hateful for not wanting to participate in this degradation, in this reversal, in this backsliding there's nothing progressive about this. There's nothing like you cannot have a future with a society like this. This is the end, okay? The very end of civilization as we know it. We're moving into just a brave new world of well organized barbarism. So let's go to uh, clip number five here Seattle Clown Show. Um, Christian being. Barked at. Not doing anything. He's not attacking anybody. He's got a different view, right? It's the, the the tolerant left. I mean, it's it's so difficult to say, right? Just like these people that are like, yeah, we're tolerant. You're like, oh well, I like Jesus, and they're just like. They literally just start foaming at the mouth and like barking at you and like shoving things in your face and like tearing your Bible out of your hand and shoving you and hitting you in the face. Uh, th- these people are just awful. It's just the most awful example of if you want to call it humanity. I mean, I think that's a stretch. I think this is just a, a reversal, a degradation back into just tribal Africa before contact, right? Just like. They'll just be eating each other, and I mean, you can see these people just like massive scars across their chest as they disfigure themselves and deform themselves and sterilize and castrate themselves, just rejecting everything that is normal and natural and good and actually progressive, as in it can progress to the next generation, as in it can actually be sustainable beyond a single human lifetime because you can actually procreate and continue it, to to fan the flame of human existence instead of snuffing it out completely and allowing darkness to consume us once again these people are just like why why do we tolerate them why do we tolerate them clearly that was a mistake clearly if we could go back in time if i could travel back in time like maybe that'd be a good skit good movie or something like you can go back to the 90s when everything was normal when everything when all of this sickening sinful madness was actually kept behind a a modicum of shame people actually shameful about their participation in this sort of disgusting perversion but we're arguing like we just just tolerance we just want to be we just want love we just want to be able to be ourselves out in public and it's just like if you could go back in time and just have a big projection screen and just show like Christians being barked at like dogs and being abused, people being arrested for reading Bible quotes, people being arrested for silently praying outside of abortion clinics, 
for people marching around just chanting, we're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. And just show people where this goes and where this ends up and show people that the the crazy right-wing fundamentalist Christians of the 1990s turned out to be exactly 100% right then maybe the you know decent tolerant people wouldn't fall for the trick of tolerance wouldn't be fooled by the kind and and you know reasonable sounding words of the activists back in the 1990s because this is it like this is the end i you, we i don't know where you go from here i don't know how much more you people want i don't know what else you could possibly you know be want to be kept from doing and so they're out there just like butt naked just like molesting children out in the open and then they're just like we are we are oppressed minority and we must do more be more in charge of this society before we go to break please remember we're listener supported we're not subscriber based we're supported by you buying products at infowarstore.com and they're excellent we're selling out of x3 it's our best seller we have to end the sale because at current sales rates in two weeks it'll be gone Try iodine, incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it, but they put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine, true, nascent. On iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks this is american journal infowars.com band.video we'll go out to your phone calls here and i also want to go to this bit of a longer clip but it's rfk jr being asked about gun control i was really kind of blown away by his answer i want to go to that full clip but we'll go to uh some phone calls first let's go to Corey in montana uh, now, Corey, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Good morning, Harrison. Yeah, I was calling about the IRS raid on the gun store in Great Falls, Montana. 
Okay. And I want to make a couple comments on, on immigration and climate change, if you have time. Go ahead. So uh, apparently the IRS, a, a week or so back, raided a, a gun shop and ended up taking the records that keep track of the what guns people bought, serial numbers, their address, age, all that information instead of financial records. And even in the article I saw, the attorney general was appalled at what they took. And unless the information changed, it also said they hadn't uh, notified local law enforcement. So if you can imagine local law enforcement getting called about a ar- bunch of armed people going into a gun shop, I mean, that could become a mess. Yeah. Now it's a good point. The High Highwood Creek Outfitters in Great Falls, Montana, was raided by an estimated 20 armed IRS agents. The raid is said to have taken a full day, starting 30 minutes after the gun shop opened and lasting until 30 minutes after the gun shop was set to close. The owner of the shop, Tom Van Hoos, stated the IRS agents confiscated all to ATF Forms 4473, the ATF forms required to be completed when a person proposes to purchase a firearm from the fe- from a federal firearms license holder located in the shop. While these forms do not contain any financial information, they do contain each gun purchaser's name, address, date of birth, social security number, and serial numbers for the uh, firearms purchase. And this seems to be part of like a, a slow burn thing that they're doing in, in terms of gun control these days where they're just using all of these various pseudo-legal ways of, of targeting or you know, confiscating registries, you know, getting that information. We heard, of course, that on January 6th, the Bank of America Corporation cross-referenced everybody in Washington, D.C. with everybody who had ever purchased a gun using their financial system. And gave that to the FBI. So you've got banks and corporations and now the IRS, which ostensibly has nothing to do with the, with guns, right? And has nothing to do with anything other than collecting taxes. But now they're raiding uh, gun shops and confiscating these forms. So, uh, you know, clearly they're not – like they're not satisfied with just trying to go through the typical and appropriate process of trying to bring about gun control. They're just using whatever shortcuts they can – to, under the color of law, get all of this information. So, yeah, sort of horrifying stuff, Corey. So what's your, what's your takeaway on this? I, my takeaway is I'm, they're just out of control. I mean, the yeah. federal government's been out of control for quite some time. Yeah, well, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to agree but with I you. Just, I just called because I hadn't heard anybody, you or anybody else on InfoWars mentioning it, and I thought it was big enough to, you know, to mention on your show. And uh, the only other thing I, I, I wanted to make a comment, if it's all right, on uh, climate change. Um, I was watching one of the weather channels, not the weather channel, but one of them during one of the recent hurricanes, and and the... Uh, Geologists talking about the, the hurricane coming in was pointing out Florida and how they had turned on these, I don't know what they called them, deflectors or something that were, you could see a round space in the radar where they said it was kind of two of the bigger cities were blocking out the uh, the hurricane effect. Have, have you seen that? Uh, I've not you seen know about that. that. No, I saw 
I saw another thing over on the West Coast where uh, the guy is looking at the map and he says, this looks like rain, but it's not. It's military activity um, because they're talking about like you shoot flak or, or shrapnel or, uh, you know, spray metals into the atmosphere and it, it reflects off the radar like clouds. And so he was making that distinction. But I hadn't seen that. Um, I hadn't seen that one. That Was that recent? Well, in the last few months, and and he talked about it like it was common knowledge. I was shocked. I was like, what is he talking about? But you could clearly see perfectly round, I don't know what you'd call it, within the, the their radar hmm. showing the storm going over. And the only other comment I wanted to make was on immigration. You do realize the liberals are only going to, the ones that are going to stop the influx of immigrants into our country. And they're going to do that by making our country exactly what the immigrants are leaving. There'll be no reason for them to leave. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably true. I mean, but it'll continue for a couple decades still. I mean, look at South Hopefully Africa. We'll have right? enough time to fix it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. No, thank you very much for the call, Corey. Uh, very interesting stuff. Let's go now to uh, Wayne in Texas. Uh, you have an article that you wanted to point us towards, Wayne? Yes, Harrison. Uh, how are you doing? Thanks for taking my call, by the way. Good, thank you. Hey, um, I just I was thinking about what's happened recently with the first responders in Boston that, that went to the government housing project where, you know, there was a there, the drag queen party where there was the children as well as the drugs and sex toys, you know, and a deceased male um, mm-hmm. that were present. And I was reminded of how SatanCon had just finished up uh, at the very end of April. Uh, in Boston, which was hosted by the Satanic Temple. And uh, I, I just wonder how many of those adult adults that were present at that party were also present at that Satan Con, yeah, to be honest. And, yeah, I would imagine so. But So as I'm kind of looking into this, I came across this article titled, Good-Natured Satanists Defy Expectations in Boston. And, uh, man, everybody should read this article because it really provides you good insight. Uh, as Dex Desjardins, which is the temple, the Satanic Temple's media director, was interviewed, and in this article he speaks on quite a few different things, but but one of them in particular, or actually I'll name a couple of them, but he talked about the the overwhelming percentage of their membership that's made up, uh, you know, represented by the LGBTQ community, who largely in part pledged membership and came to them, you know, uh, with suicidal tendencies and things like that before they found you know, solace within the membership of the group. And then he also speaks to how one of their seven tenets being regarding bodily autonomy has compromised at SatanCon because they actually required everybody to wear the KN95 mask as well as uh, provide proof of vaccination in order to attend the conference. So uh, just a few things Are you suggesting Satan worshipers would lie? Yeah. What? Well, that's what's funny. He speaks on a lot of different things in the article, and really everybody should read it. But a uh, just, I mean, it, it's unreal the, it, the the hypocrisy that they're trying to reconcile uh, among between the the, the Levian Satanism, the theistic Satanists, and the Temple of Satan. I mean, it's just a web of lies. I mean, they they speak out of both sides of their mouths. It's it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, you know, my argument has always been. Either it's a real religion and they really are worshiping Satan, in which case they're actually believe in a, you know, spirit of evil that they're dedicating themselves to, in which case 
they should be opposed by everybody and and everything should be done legally politically and you know religiously to uh, disempower and disenfranchise them or they don't actually believe what they're doing and they're just trying to be edgy like they're just so uh, bored with their comfortable lives that they attention seeking yeah, behavior yeah attention seeking behavior oh my gosh just being annoying and you know in which case you know you don't treat them like a religion because they're not one so just either way either they are a religion and they should be stopped or they aren't a religion and they don't deserve the protection that religions get and they should be stopped so i mean seems pretty obvious uh, take for me the article here good-natured satanists defy expectations in boston a record-breaking gathering devoted to the Prince of Darkness spooked traditional faiths, but didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, just just some just some goofy Satanists with their horrific demon statues playing around. Massachusetts, famed for its Puritans, witch trials, and scarlet letters, braced for the world's largest ever gathering of Satanists this weekend. But the feared pagan hordes turned out to be a campy misfit seeking fun and community. Far more Rocky Horror than The Exorcist. Just like, okay, but what is what is the outcome? What is the fruit of all of this? Just disempowerment, just totally surrendering, being slaves to sin, just producing nothing, creating nothing, tearing everything down. Oh, but you can have fun while you do it, so that must mean it's good. Remember, if something's fun, it must be good. If you, if you think it's fun to torture somebody, I mean, it cannot really be bad. You're having fun while you do it. That's how simple these people You're are. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's joint relief max and nerve renew both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain there's major research behind this all you need to get joint relief max from infowars md and nerve renew from infowars md exclusively at infowarsstore.com right now introducing them both 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsTorg.com and they fund their operation. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Last month, Yuval Noah Harari, deemed the false prophet of the World Economic Forum, predicted that artificial intelligence would be capable of writing a new Bible. Not before smearing the Christian Bible as an outdated book with no divine origin. You know, the printing press, radio, television, they broadcast, they spread the ideas created by the human brain, by the human mind. They cannot create a new idea. You know, Gutenberg printed the Bible in the middle of the 15th century. The, the, the printing press printed as many copies of the Bible as Gutenberg instructed it, but it did not create a single new page. 
it had no ideas of its own about the Bible. Is it good? Is it bad? How to interpret this? How to interpret that? Um, AI can create new ideas. It can even write a new Bible. He goes on to say that these new ideas within the AI Bible would be more correct than any other religious text because they're derived from a superintelligence, a non-human entity. Because he denies the existence or inspiration of God, he says it's simply a dream to imagine God's divine inspiration behind the Holy Bible. You know, throughout history, religions dreamt about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence, by a non-human entity. Every religion claims our book, all the books of the other religions, they humans wrote them. But our book, no, 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 no. It came from some superhuman intelligence. In a few years, there might be religions that are actually correct. That Just think about a religion whose holy book is written by an AI. That could be a reality in a few years. Harari says that artificial intelligence can make decisions all by itself. The first technology that can do this. Implying that this AI Bible would be written by free will, rather than be dictated by the design of its programming. He sees AI as above human beings. And again, since Harari is an atheist, he places the AI technology above all human intelligence, elevating it to the status of a god in his eyes. It's the first technology ever that can make decisions by itself. I hear a lot of people saying, oh, all these worries about AI, every time there is a new technology, people worry about it, and afterward it's okay. Like when people invented writing and printing presses and airplanes, they were so worried, and in the end it was okay, AI will be the same. It's not the same. No previous technology in history could make decisions. You know, even an atom bomb actually empowered humans because an atom bomb can destroy a city, it cannot decide which city to bomb. You always need a human to make the decision. AI is the first technology that can make decisions by itself, even about us. Next, Yuval Noah Harari mischaracterizes what Christians have believed throughout time in order to illustrate why an AI metaverse would be just like heaven. Here he claims that ancient Christians believed their carnal bodies, their physical bodies, were held in highest regard. And you have this discussion for, you know, for, for thousands of years about what humans really are. Are they a, 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 an immaterial soul or an immaterial mind? Or are they embodied beings, embodied entities? And um, this was a major philosophical topic that you see, say, in ancient Christianity this discussion that Jesus and the first Christians, influenced by Jewish traditions, they believed very firmly that humans are bodies, which is why Christ rises in the body. He's resurrected in the body. However, Romans 8 clearly reveals the doctrinal position that ancient Christians believed, as well as modern-day Christians. Quotes, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So then they that are in the flesh, the body, cannot please God. Harari then claims that Christ's heavenly kingdom is of the earth boldly saying that Christ told his followers of a future All right, folks, that is the latest from Red Pill TV. False prophet says AI God will write new Bible and create VR heaven. That was just the...
You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We've got your phone calls again here shortly. If you want to call in, there's still some lines open, one 789 2539 But I want to go now to this response from RFK Jr., when he was asked about guns, I don't think I've ever heard a response like this from a potential presidential candidate. One of the things that disappoints people the most about Trump is his lack of resolve when it comes to gun control. And frankly, you can't just you can't just have the same old Republican talking points of just like out of our cold, dead hands when it comes to guns. You have to actually explain what the purpose of it of, of it is. Like, I think that's a big part of conservatives losing ground in this country is we've forgotten how to explain and actually elucidate and you know, use words to explain the importance of the things that we believe. And we've allowed the left to you know, warp the belief, you know, beyond its its original intention. In other words, the people in the past could actually talk about, like, why, like, why is it important that you be able to protect yourself? Why is that a necessary aspect of uh, being a free human being? If you can't elucidate that, if you can't actually describe the purpose behind any of this, then the only description of it being spread around is just people like, ah, oh, they just they just love guns because they're just violent or whatever. No, the purpose of it is because you can't be controlled if you are armed. You can't be a subject if you can defend yourself. And even on a psychological level. The ability to wield a deadly weapon is a gives you a sense of honor that uh, without that you are just you're just a you're just a slave you're just a slave. I don't know why we have to explain why being a slave is bad, but apparently we do. But I just want to go to this RFK Jr. clip again. I, I don't think I've ever heard a presidential candidate respond like this to a question about gun control and this coming from a democrat let's watch our country went to war in a foreign land over a rumor of weapons of mass destruction we have weapons of mass destruction here semi-automatic weapons easily available with little documentation in our own country and they're killing children what will you do to confine semi-automatic weapons to use only by military and law enforcement I am not going to take people's guns away, and I I believe in gun control myself. Um, But I, I, you know, anybody who tells you that we can end the violence to our children that's going on now by removing people's guns, at, at the margin that has been left to us 
by this very expansive Supreme Court decision is not being truthful with you. So, you know, I think just legally, because of the of the Supreme Court decision, because the expansive vision, the view that the Supreme Court has taken on the Second Amendment, um, that it makes it really impossible to actually do anything about it in, in terms of limiting people's guns. I also want to say this, that you know, I have spent a lot of my time, my life in rural communities in this country, and there is a gun culture in those communities that is closely tied to people's identities. And so those people, that, that a large group of Americans, see it as almost an existential threat. Um, when people in my political party and people like myself say to them that we're going to take your guns away. And it hasn't worked. It has polarized our country more and it's made people dig in more. And I'm trying to end the polarization in our country. And I, so I think that this, and particularly in this point in history, in the last three years in this country, we've seen an all out assault on our Bill of Rights. We've seen for the first time uh, the government participating in censoring people's speech. There was, you know, the, these revelations came out this week that the FBI has been collaborating with the SBU, the Ukrainian agency, to censor speech of Americans critical of U.S. policy against the Ukraine. We've seen the CIA and the FBI now had, had during at least the last two administrations, at portals at Twitter where they can identify people who are speaking against government policies and silence them. And so we had these assaults on freedom of speech. We had the government come in and order without any scientific citation, without any democratic process, the closure of every church in this country for, for a year. We had an assault on freedom of religion. We had an assault with the Again, we had these social distancing um, regulations and policies that, uh, that again, were not based upon, we now know, and Rachel Rolensky and Anthony Fauci have acknowledged, they were not based on science. There was no democratic process. There was no public hearings. There was no notice and comment rulemaking. No scientific citation shown to any of us. And yet that was a direct assault on our right to assembly. We had every business, 3.3 million businesses in this country closed down in violation of the Fifth Amendment right to due process and just compensation. None of them were given due process or just compensation. We had the Seventh Amendment jury trial shut down against anybody who was providing a medical countermeasure, no matter how egregious their, your injury, no matter how... Um, how, uh, how reckless or negligent their behavior, you can't sue them. And that's a violation of the Seventh Amendment. So there's a lot of people in this country who are watching this happen and say our entire Constitution is under attack. And the only, the only provision that was not under attack is the Second Amendment. And a lot of the people who believe strongly about guns say, well, the reason they didn't attack the Second Amendment is because we have our guns. Now, whether you believe that or not, and I, you know, I, I'm not going to take a position on that one way or the other. But going after people's guns at this point in history, it, to me, is just going to cause more polarization and make it so that we can't listen to each other anymore because we get put into these kind of tribal silos 
where, which we have to somehow figure out a way to get past. Oh, you know, my policy is going to be to figure out ways to protect these children. We cannot have any more school shootings. And, you know, one of the things, um, you know, even if that means protecting schools the same way that we protect airlines, you don't get shootings on airlines anymore. If we have to do that, we have to protect our children. The other thing we need to look at is the other reasons why this may be happening in our country. And, you know, I've gotten ridiculed for saying that we need to look at the issue of the SSRIs. If we, but it's one of the issues we need to look at. We need to look at video games. We need to look at uh, the you know, way that uh, social media is affecting people's behaviors and do the scientific studies that are required for that. There has never been a time in human history when strangers would walk into a, a, a room of children and begin shooting people. What happened? You know, I, we had guns when I was a kid. At the, you know, I went to the school where we had a gun club in the school, and kids would come with their rifles to school. And nobody, was, nobody even imagined that somebody would go in that school and start shooting children. There's other countries that have as, almost as many guns as we do, like Switzerland, that don't have school shootings. So what is going on here? The last school shooting in Switzerland was 21 years ago. We have school shootings every 21 hours. One of the things we need to look at are SSRIs. There is one study that shows that at least 23% of school shootings have involved, have, that the shooter was at the time or prior or before was on so SSRIs. Again, I, I've never heard a, a presidential candidate respond like that. He's asked about gun control. He talks about... Uh, the uh, attacks on all of our Bill of Rights and how the Second Amendment is just next on the list. He talks about SSRIs and points to the fact Democrats? that what's going on here has nothing to do with guns. It has everything to do with the underlying psychology that's being destroyed. I thought it was powerful stuff. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. When we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. And that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And 
that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Move out to your phone calls now. We've got QC in Virginia. Who wants to talk about Wagner, the Wagner Group, and the supposed coup that took place on Saturday? <laughs> Thanks for calling in, QC. You're on the air. Go ahead. Absolutely, the uh, movement of of, of the uh, Wagner Group is the way of the uh, uh, our our friends in the uh, uh, alternate universe letting us know what needs to be done next in our government in order to take it back from the traitors in Congress, from the traitors in the Senate who are afraid, who, are, who should be wearing diapers, and they probably are when we just don't see it. But they are going to be rounded up. Something about our, we're, we're making, we, we, this war, this interdimensional war that we're waging in this world, which they are afraid of, uh, 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 our military will will uh, respond accordingly in rounding up these traitors. We are tired. We've had enough. We have been subjected to making us uh, uh, cowards in our homes, cowards in our business, cowards in, in our courage to stand for American uh, Republic and what we uh, hold truth, what we hold, that what we value the most. So it is time and we've had enough. So this is what's going to happen. The, uh, 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 the traders in Congress, the traders in our government, and the traders in business, the traders in corporate America, who have betrayed the trust of us, who they work for us. Uh, uh, we don't work for them. It is our power that, that keeps uh, uh, them moving. They want to replace us. So it's time for us. We are going to take our country back. So. They are being put on alert. The New World Order, the World Economic Forum, they shall be rounded up. These traitors, these people who are opposed to human, human values and decency are going to be rounded up and held in a court of people, of a, a, a human court. Well, I, I look forward to it. And, uh, you know, you would think the military would be the last bastion of uh, – the American ideals, but the more that we see about the American military, the more it uh, appears that they too have been infiltrated and subverted along with the rest of them. Um, but always interesting stuff. Thank you for that call, QC from Virginia. Let's go to Daryl in North Carolina now. You want to talk about flash mobs and organizing flash mobs. Uh, go ahead, Daryl. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Yeah, uh, this is an idea I wanted to run by you and get your feedback. Um, I was thinking the best nonviolent way to kind of cure what's going on uh, would be this. Get groups of a couple of people, could be two, three, four, and go to these headquarters of these places like CNN or DOJ or wherever you are in your area where you think people are infested with demons. Because, Harrison, that video you showed earlier sparked me, that guy in the dog suit barking. I mean, that's like the outsourcing of a demon in these people. So, I mean, to me, to be compassionate, if you had a wooden cross and you just kind of 
encountered someone like that, and you just simply said, in the name of Jesus, I ask all demons out of this person. And then maybe have someone you know near you that's filming it with a GoPro. You could even live stream it and see what happens. And, and don't, you don't have to be intense about it. I mean, I think we can be very calm. I think that's what's happening. If these demons are going into these people and causing them to act this way, then cast the demons out. And, and if one person does it and it goes viral, it might take off over the whole country, and we just need it in certain spots. And uh, I kind of wanted to get your feedback on that idea. Is that crazy? Uh, no, I don't think it's crazy at all. I think, uh, I mean, the the crazy thing is if you start invoking uh, Jesus' name, they start going insane. Like, that's that's the craziest part. Is they'll seem totally reasonable, and they're just like, we just want to be loved. And then you're just like, if you just start saying, yeah, but, you know, Jesus Christ wants the demon to come out of you, they start flipping out and start barking at you and, like, yelling at you and, like, literally going into – I mean, I remember the uh, – the the ch- y'all remember the chicken man? We used to go to protests here in Austin. There would be a guy like dressed up like a chicken, and the dude's voice literally like I heard it in real life. It did not sound like a human's voice. It was it was insane. This guy was just and he like I, he wasn't like making a voice. He was just when he would talk, his voice would have this like inhuman aspect where he's just like, and you're just like, whoa, what is going on here? Like there, there's something very real to all of that. I I think, I think that's a a great idea. I think more people, you know, should be doing stuff like that. And, you know, I'm always sort of torn because half the people that do this type of stuff in America are Catholics but then you've got the Catholic Church and the Vatican just going completely along with all of this stuff, right? You've got this story. Uh, Vatican promotes study calling for radical inclusion of LGBTQ+. An unprecedented global canvassing of Catholics has called for the church to take a concrete steps to promote women to decision-making roles and for radical inclusion of the LGBTQ plus community and for new accountability measures to check how bishops exercise authority. Uh, and this is just one of the stories. We have another story today as well of the Vatican actually punishing the uh, preacher, the the bishop or whoever it was in the Catholic Church that was leading a protest march against the Dodgers. So the Dodger, the L.A. Dodgers are hosting what is explicitly an anti-Catholic hate group, right? They only exist. They're called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, right, as a play on some sort of – Uh, you know, family of nuns in in the Catholic Church. Like their entire purpose of existing is to mock, humiliate, and counter-signal the Catholic Church. The L.A. Dodgers are like welcome them in and say, yeah, please come have your anti-Catholic hate rally in our stadium. They do that. The Catholic Church, you know, members of the Catholic Church, lay members and, you know, members of the clergy go, well, we're going to protest this. We're going to have a Catholic march in protest to this anti-Catholic program that they're running. And then the Vatican punishes those Catholics and says, how dare you counter signal the, you know, demonic queers that are hosting a, a Catholic hate March, you know, in opposition to you. So, you know, I don't, I don't know what the deal is with the Catholic church. I know a lot of my friends in the movement, like they're all Catholic and they all think that that's like a central part of what's necessary to, uh, combat what's going on, but then you look at the southern border. Who's running the charities? Catholics, Jews. It's like it, Catholics are the ones uh, 
promoting a lot of this stuff across the board. The Vatican is just a hive, a den of homosexual perversion. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you like maintain that Catholics are going to be the solution to all of this when the head Catholic, the Pope, is like on his knees kissing the feet of your enemies and uh, you know, apparently going along with this entire thing. I mean, I don't think any other church is particularly better except the Orthodox Church. I mean, the Orthodox Church is clearly heads and shoulders above any other church. And then you've got the Anglican Church, which is the breakaway from the Episcopalian. But within all the other denominations, you've got a split between the people that want to change the church to fit the modern ideals and then the people that want to stick to the traditional uh, you know, ways. I, it seems like all the denominations themselves are splitting up. So maybe we just need like, just like two types of Christianity. There's the so-called, there's the like cartoon Christianity where you're gay and you're, you know, women preachers and just like, it doesn't actually matter. You think that Christianity just means be nice and you're that stupid and, and surface level of your intelligence or, or understanding of this you know, incredibly deep, you know, religious revelation or on the other side, which actually retains the tradition and uh, moral purpose of all of this. I don't know where the Catholics land. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because the current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine. Incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity. Every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine. Taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in, the blocked iodine, and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine. True nascent on iodine. Takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888 888- Two five three three one three nine. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Some uh, breaking news here, but it is just the latest in a very long series that seemingly got kicked off with that East Palestine, Ohio explosion earlier this year, and yet it was immediately following that that we saw like example after example of trains derailing, bridges collapsing, always, it seemed, over or next to some ultra-important waterway. Very interesting coincidence this kept happening. Well, there was uh, another major event in Yellowstone in Montana this weekend, and yet another major event in Maryland just a few hours ago, and that story is just breaking, so we'll go to that in a second. But first, this is what happened over the weekend in Montana when a train carrying hazardous materials going over a bridge collapsed into a major pristine waterway. Let's watch. 
Officials say they worked overnight to remove the most hazardous of the materials from that train, a flammable and toxic substance called sodium hydrosulfide. You can see the workers beginning to line up for the day here. Now, rail officials say that early Saturday morning, a train was going over the bridge, over the Yellowstone River, when the bridge collapsed. Ten rail cars derailing, seven of them tumbling into the Yellowstone River, several of those dumping that molten sulfur and asphalt into the river. That is considered one of the most pristine in the lower 48. This, of course, the latest rail derailment in the U.S. Now, the rail company says that so far no environmental impact has been detected. But towns downstream from here, including Billings, which is the biggest city in Montana, have stopped drawing possibly contaminated water from the river. Also, the rail company saying it's investigating pools of tar that have been spotted on the beaches here. Just like just like one of the few last remaining like pristine rivers in America. And oh, oops. Oh, oopsie daisy. Oops. A, a train full of toxic material just collapsed into the river. Oh, s- s- are bad. Sorry about that. No, I'm sorry. They, they actually didn't apologize for it. They're just telling you what happened as if it was uncontrollable. Like, you know, whether this is on purpose or an accident, like the same people are responsible for this. The same governmental organizations who apparently have decided to prioritize uh, racist highways, right? They didn't want Puerto Ricans on buses getting to beaches in New York, and that's the big issue is that 100 years ago, they didn't want Puerto Ricans on the beach. So that's what the focus is now. Well, meanwhile, our infrastructure just collapsing. It's just collapsing across the board. So that was on – what Saturday or Sunday? Now it's Monday, and we've got tanker carrying potentially explosive ammonium nitrate overturns on Maryland Highway, forcing businesses within 1,500 feet to evacuate. Happened around 6:15 a.m. today. Authorities have asked businesses within 1,500 feet of the scene to evacuate. First responders are headed to the scene, but it's unclear if there's any injuries. A tanker truck carrying ammonium nitrate is overturned on a Maryland Highway, causing evacuations in the area. Truck. Carrying the potentially uh, the potential explosives overturned on the south side of Interstate 81 in Hagerstown, about an hour west of Baltimore. Authorities have asked businesses within 1,500 feet of the scene to evacuate and will remain closed for an extended period of time. They said on Twitter that the crash happened along the northbound side of the uh, road near Halfway Boulevard. I get a certain point. It just doesn't matter whether it was an accident or on purpose. It's like this, it's the same people responsible for this same people who were were spending just hundreds of billions of dollars in ukraine we just can't do anything right here and just endless examples in just last few months of just whether it's the forest fires or the chemical spills or bridges collapsing or bridges exploding i-95 in philadelphia last week just I mean, it, it, it quite literally feels like RoboCop or something. I mean, it feels like some dystopian movie from the 80s where it's just everybody's just going along as normal while just murder and chaos and strife and chemical spills just happening all around them. And it's just like you turn on the news. It's just like, yes, another pristine river poisoned beyond repair by some easily reparable fault in a bridge somewhere. We should have seen it if we would had just basic – you know, surveys of, of the 
critical infrastructure that's carrying chemicals thousands of miles across our country, none of this would be an issue. But instead, we're spending hundreds of billions of dollars bombing crap for no discernible reason overseas. And the people in charge of the transportation industry here are busy making sure that construction workers aren't white. So thanks, Joe. Thanks, Democrats. Thanks, you freaking idiots. We're just going to like we're just sitting around, just everything poisoned, everything on fire, everything being destroyed. And they're busy like defunding our cops and making sure that our children get their dicks cut off. So America 2023, thank you. This is all your fault. What are we going to do about this? Because clearly this can't go on for very much longer whatsoever. Okay, so uh, something's got to change drastically. Very, very drastically or else, you know, it's just it's over for the human race because the people that have a monopoly on environmental concern right now are busy telling wood fired pizza kitchens in New York that they have to stop using coal and wood in their pizza kitchens. I'm not joking. That's another story from today. Wood fired pizza kitchens are now, uh, you know, being attacked in New York City by the environmentalist who apparently can't be bothered worrying about 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate suddenly going missing en route through Nevada or a train in Yellowstone just poisoning the last pristine river in America. Though That's small potatoes, according to them. What's really destroying the earth are uh, gas stoves and wood-fired stoves in pizza kitchens in New York. Like, this is the biggest joke ever. It's just pathetic beyond description, and this is in a country that actually tries and prides itself on its environmental concern, right? If it was China, like, they just don't care. They just don't care. They just – it's like ammonium nitrate in a river? Yeah, we put it there on purpose. Yeah, Mamma Mia, New York City rules crackdown on coal, wood-fired pizzerias and must uh, cut carbon emissions by 75%. Tell you what, tell you what, before you you focus on the – wood-fired pizza kitchens, why don't we worry about making sure the bridges that are carrying thousands of tons of poison across our rivers are up to snuff? Can we do that first? How about the environmentalists pull their heads out of their asses and instead decide to actually focus on the SSRIs that are pouring into the waterways to such a degree that shrimp are committing suicide by swimming right up to sharks and being eaten because they can't tell friend from foe anymore? Like, Why don't we just deal with the actual earth-shattering nature destroying processes that we're engaged in at a suicidal rate rather than worrying about coal fire wood you absolute morons i don't know i'm maybe that's just me maybe that's just me but now we've got like just in the last few days from the massive explosion destroying uh i-95 the primary corridor up and down the northeastern coast in philadelphia or the montana bridge collapsing and pouring hundreds of tons of chemicals into the Yellowstone River or a truck of ammonium nitrate going off the road in Maryland or the 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate just disappearing off a train somewhere and they're like, "God, oh, gee, the train must have had a hole in it." Or the, you know, train going through East Palestine, Ohio, where now they've revealed that there were only two people on that train and they were relying entirely on the sensors and what's the uh, corporations and the oversight organization from the government what's their response put more sensors on oh the sensors failed put more sensors on obviously that's the solution but don't worry they're going to get rid of wood fire coal burning pizza ovens in new york instead of 
anything else that would actually matter or protect the natural environment from the egregious poisoning from human activity. It's all just horrifying and disgusting and destructive and nothing is being done about it because people in charge would rather take advantage of this little series of accidents to get more control over you because that's the only thing they're ever concerned about it's the only thing they were concerned about when it came to covid it's the only thing they're concerned about when it comes to environmentalism it's not how to actually solve the actual problems we face it's how to weaponize those problems and manipulate them into more control over the human population i have been in a 28 year marathon battle with a globalist i have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics not just in america but in the world we are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect to the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video Folks, let's go out to your phone calls. Now we've got Jacob in Illinois. Jacob, you watched the Alex Jones Q&A last night. I saw some clips from it. I, I didn't have a chance to watch the whole thing. What did you? Uh, what was your takeaway from this event? Jacob, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Can you hear me? Yes. All right. I popped my headphones off. Thanks for taking my call, man. Uh, I called in a couple times from Iowa from uh, stickers, but I moved. Obviously, but no, it was it was awesome. Uh, I laughed, I cried, I praised the Lord a lot, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the first time I ever called when I called the stickers, I said, "Man, it's more than just a battlefield for the mind; it's for these souls." And man, if y'all weren't collecting souls last night with that. But uh, you still there? Yeah, yeah, no, that that's uh, that's great. Yeah, he's uh, teaming up with this um, church in uh, in Florida. 
Yeah, well, yeah, so, Pastor, yeah. Yeah, so so what was your big takeaway from it? Just it was a good and necessary thing for Alex to do? Yeah, and that we we shouldn't they they've weaponized Christianity and the turn the other cheek and they got us all sitting here thinking we're supposed to be so passive. And just like now the Lord has me in a battle where I have to be gentle but not passive. Mm. You know, we have to still be brave. And and then the fact that the Pastor uh, Brown was talking about how he came from Africa to a uh, missionary in, in America, and everybody's like, "We got a church on every corner here," but we don't we don't have the struggles that he had in South Africa, and like uh, just this the fear of the struggles is bringing people to the Lord, where they're just like, "Oh no, China's coming." So I mean, a lot of that has to do with a lot of there's there's a Oh, what's the word that the church uses? Uh, oh, I can't think of the word right now. Uh, harvest. There we go. I'm looking at my garden. I can't even think of the word harvest. There's a harvest <laughs> coming, and and he needs he needs workers. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Inter- interesting weird. stuff. Now it's uh, you know people are are understanding more now the the spiritual aspects of this, and you know, hopefully people are realizing that. When you get rid of Christianity, when you get rid of a spiritual basis that is like undeniably good, undeniably the best way to organize a society from the familial level to the interpersonal individual level to the societal level itself, like Christianity just is – like even if it wasn't divinely ordained, even if it wasn't you know, brought about and and inspired originally by divine revelation – like even just scientifically, it's just the best way to be. It just is a religion that is founded on mercy and understanding, but at the same time has very strict rules about you know what you indulge in and what you don't. And like for a lot of atheists, it's it's they're in this weird process of like reverse engineering Christianity and acting like they're coming up with something uh, totally unique and and original. You know, you see posts where it's like, uh, here's an idea. If women can't get abortions, then men have to stay with the women and provide everything for them. And it's like, uh, yeah, duh, it's called marriage. Like, we figured this out literally 2,000 years ago. Where have you been? And uh, so, you know, hopefully people are realizing and looking around. It's like, gee, when we got rid of Christianity, it wasn't replaced by some enlightened, beneficent science. It was replaced by people who, A, use science to achieve their own despicable, narcissistic, controlling ends, or B, literal witchcraft and Satan worshiping. So, like, I don't know what you expected, but Christians have been telling you this forever, and it's obvious, and, you know, maybe we just have to go so far down the antichrist rabbit hole that, you know, things become hopeless and Jesus has to literally come back and save us. Like, I don't know. I don't know where we go from this, but uh, it's just obvious that that real Christianity is is the only the only you know possible way to organize a society that is both loving and tolerant and understanding and free and you know liberty loving while simultaneously powerful and strong and defendable uh, because you you know uh, embody that spirit uh, that was literally given to us by God I, I don't know I don't know how you. I don't know how you ignore this. I don't know how you get around this, or how you justify your activities without this. So, uh, it is a spiritual war, and it's good to hear that uh, yesterday's broadcast, which can be watched at band.video, 
was so powerful and had such a good effect on everybody. Let's go now to uh, – thank you for the call, Jacob. Let's go to Jeff in North Carolina. You were a veteran guinea pig for SSRIs, which is uh, – does not sound fun, Jeff. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. That's a nice call sign. I don't know. Yeah, well, pizzas are racist, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, one thing real quick before I get into the SSRI stuff, because uh, that's back in like uh, 2007 up through maybe 2009, is like, a, you know, the environmental disasters that you were talking about earlier, uh, you know, it, it almost, you know, it's almost like, okay, since they ramped up these things again, it's almost like they knew when RFK was going to, you know, announce his uh, candidacy, almost. It's like they ramped up because, you know, that that's his thing, you know. Mm. That really is. I mean, that's that's his background. So it's almost like an, a whole other thing. Instead of how they did it with Trump through the DOJ, it's almost like that's the RFK gang thing. I don't know yeah. if I can say that on air. But, so uh, anyways, uh, yeah, the SSRIs. Um, his, uh, when, when you played that clip, you know, something struck me, like, really, you know, because I've been through that, you know, to the point of, uh, you know, I just had to, I had to come off of them. You know, and they, it was like 15 different pills a day. Um, I was hearing stuff, seeing stuff, and, you know, and I really didn't know what to do, but thankfully I'd had some uh, great, uh, I had this one guy, uh, he was a peer support specialist down at the North Texas VA Medical Center in Dallas, and, uh, his name's Don King, like not yet, yet, yet Don King, but mm. the, he was a Green Beret, you know, he, he had two canes and walked, he was a really, really cool guy. And he just, uh, you know, he told me, he's like, you know, they want, they want you to kill yourself, boy. That's what he told me, you know, sitting on his desk. And, uh, wow. you know, he told me, he told me then, you know, he's like, look, if you got to get away, he told me a story about these guys that he was in Vietnam with that were, they went to New York City and, they had been out partying and stuff, and they were in their uniforms. And I guess two NYPD guys, you know, every, they didn't get treated nice by anybody when they came back from that war. Mm-hmm. And so they were trying to give them the business. And uh, anyway, they ended up killing one of them, and they ended up having to go to prison, you know, for life up there. Whoa. And, uh, so he just You're told me. basically saying, like, just get court. out if you need to. Yeah, you just tell me. Yeah, look, you know, the court don't care about your PTSD, boy. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. If you gotta, if you gotta bug out and go uh, live out in the woods, which is what I did. Um, you know, I, I moved out to the, and started going to state parks and, and camping and stuff to try to figure out what the heck was going on. And uh, you know, I, I switched to cannabis, and uh, you know, my life's a little better now. Now, you know, in the mornings, I've, I've been I'm a long time listener. I, I sit out here and drink black coffee. And watch the cars go by and listen to Harrison, you know, and listen to you. And uh, I tell you, man, he's got a point. You know, I've always thought that about all these children, you know, even starting back with uh, Adam Lansing, you know, mm-hmm. that that weird, you know, thing. But there is also the thing that you mentioned earlier about the demon possession and stuff, and that's, uh, that is real. Uh, but whatever foolishness that other caller was talking about, just walking out with your GoPro and stuff, you, you're you're dealing with demons. And if you're not a real Christian, you don't need to be out there playing with that because they'll they'll jump in you, homie. Mm. It, it is real. That's so. interesting. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's really all I wanted to say. I mean, what do you what do you think about? No, it's, I mean, it's, you think that's viable? 
Yeah, it's all real. It's um, you know, when you say the the info war, I mean, it really is all encompassing. It's a spiritual war. It is a literally, it's a chemical war. It's a medicine war because uh, I mean, this is the way that this is the way that information actually has a, an impact on your life. You know, we talk a lot about like the definitions of transgender and gender dysmorphia versus dysphoria. And it's like this, it's not just arguing about definitions in a dictionary. These definitions are then used by doctors to prescribe medicine. Like they have real world impact. So you manipulate the information, you manipulate the real world, you manipulate the spiritual landscape, you you manipulate people uh, in ways that are really infinitely effective. And it's all sort of horrifying. So uh, we'll continue this conversation in the next hour. Thank you so much for the call, Jeff. Thank you so much for your support. And it sounds like I'm, I'm happy you were able to uh, actually escape and go live in the woods and and uh, not become just another statistic of the you know veteran suicide epidemic. It really is tragic, and we're not doing enough to uh, stop it. But it's really across the board here. Veteran suicide rate may be double federal estimates. Study, success, uh, study suggest, which is really something since the federal estimate is already a jaw-dropping figure. Uh, we'll be back on the other side, folks. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here, and we will continue to take your calls and break more news on the other side. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWarsStore and InfoWarsLife not at a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high-quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics, it's something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high-quality formula, and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. 